everyone, it's Allison. Today we're on Acts chapter 4. And when the chapter opens, we see Peter and John actually got detained. Um, the, the priests, the temple police, the Sadducees, they put them in custody. They spent the night there, and then the next day there was a trial where they had to explain what was going on, explain what, what was happening, and... Um, they were actually released from there. They immediately went to their friends, reported back on what had happened. And then we see the friends lifting, lifting their voices to God. And we, we see their response, how they lamented and they asked God to help them um, moving forward. And then the chapter ends with just the believers having being of one heart and soul, having everything in common. Um, and great grace was upon them all as they just shared everything that they had. So, yeah, one of the um, a statement that is really cool is really the uh, response of these uh, chief priests and, uh, while they are in trial. It's in verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men they were astonished so some of the background is uh, these people who are actually uh, questioning um, uh, Peter and John um, they are actually you know the elite group in that time they're born of a certain family they're highly educated they're uh, they're like people in power and they want, you know, they're annoyed by all this commotions of Jesus followers. And so um, I think it's really cool um, that they were kind of taken back by these guys, uneducated common men. It's not that the disciples did not know how to read and write. They were they were people, you know, they were under a rabbi. They knew uh, what they're talking about, but they were really amazed that these these this Peter and John uh, like how can they uh, really speak with some boldness um, you know uh, in the temple in front of these people how can they really perform this miracle but Peter and John is so clear and uh, of giving glory and even kind of jabbing on them the the person you killed he's the one who's actually uh, healed this man who's standing so i think uh, you really see uh, this this boldness of the holy spirit uh, when the flesh is really crucified and then the spirit is actually revealing and witnessing jesus both through proclamation through words as well as um, through this miracle another thing uh, that that was cool that i noticed was in verse 8 Actually, uh, in this hearing itself, it says, verse 8, then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. See, sometimes we think of this filling of the Holy Spirit happens in our worship service. Maybe when somebody lays your hands upon, it could happen those in, in those times. But I thought it was very interesting to see uh, that even in the midst of a hearing, like a courtroom type of hearing, that Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. So I was just thinking in our day-to-day -day lives, maybe uh, Jesus has called uh, you to be a businessman or uh, to be at home taking care of children. 
to be a lawyer, to be working at an IT company, wherever. If God has called you and and you're following Him, uh, He is your boss. I think we can expect. Uh, to be filled uh, by Holy Spirit. We can have an anticipation of being filled by the Holy Spirit in in all aspects of our life uh, to be communicating uh, uh, and witnessing of Jesus. And even when they threaten not to speak, uh, it's so uh, interesting to see in verse 20, we, we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. So even when they are threatened, um, that they continue to uh, uh, wanting to speak of Jesus. And also in verse uh, 30, uh, their prayer is, 29 and 30, their prayer is, even when they are threatened, it says, continue to um, give us boldness, grant us a boldness um, uh, to speak um, your word and to, to uh, see you, your hand, bringing healing into the situations and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. So you see this filling of the Holy Spirit, the boldness, the witnessing of Jesus through proclamation and demonstration. And finally, I think the the, the greatest aspect of witness, the outworking of witness we see that the whole pursuit of their lives to to consume, right? Consume, to collect, to to fill my bonds, to fill my account, to fill my pride, ego. Actually, it is reversed when when the Spirit of God is in them and filling them. Because now people began to sell things. One of the story here is the Levite, Barnabas. Levites are usually receiving things. But here he sells his uh, 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 land and bring the money to the apostles. So it's really cool to see the reversal of, uh, you know, from consumption uh, to, to, to giving, to generosity as an outworking of the filling of the Holy Spirit. So just in summary, let's really pray, you know, and be anticipating to be filled by Holy Spirit uh, in our homes, in our workplace, in our uh, walks, in our conversation even in maybe a heated discussion where we are uh, in a place that God has called. Um, let's pray for boldness that God will, even in the midst of adversity, God will give us boldness. And let's also uh, see that uh, that the outworking of the filling of the Holy Spirit will manifest in generosity, right? We will stop pursuing uh, uh uh, the the nature of consumption to generosity. So those are some of the things uh, we are praying about. And as a community, as a church, let's also be tuning into what God is speaking through the book of Acts. So God bless you and feel free to share what God may be speaking to us uh, in our life group, WhatsApp and stuff. All right. Have a good day. Hope you are having lunch or about to have lunch. Enjoy it and God bless you. Bye.